0: Yo, what's happening, people? You already know who it is. It's your main man, Mickey, Mickey Mickety Mickey, Mac, Mark Cunningham. Hope y'all are doing well. I'm excited because uh, it's rivalry week. I'm from Ohio, the great state of Ohio, but I am a Michigan Wolverine fan. And my guest today is one of my best friends from the great state of Ohio, but he's a diehard Buckeye fan. I mean, me and this guy go way back to almost, what, the early 2000s? Um, so let me get him on here, ladies and gentlemen, welcome my... Good friend, fraternity brother, road dog, all this stuff, Mr. Fodekina. What's happening, my man?
1: <laughs> What's up, Mark? Or Turtle, as I like to call you. Yeah, Turtle. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me on the podcast uh, today. Uh, I'm surprised that we're on the podcast considering the Steelers are playing right now, and you look like Mike Tomlin. <laughs> <laughs> Sur- surprised you're not out there coaching how, how we going to be on the podcast when the Steelers are playing, so um well we yeah thanks for having
0: we couldn't do it yesterday because you was uh you was calling the game when you Reggie? you
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh whatever whatever <laughs>
0: I'm trying to work around your schedule bro the four days uh one of my closest friends um fraternity brother we go back way back to ohio days and it's only one week out of the entire year that four days not one of my most beloved friends he's actually becomes my friend of me uh this week and that is rivalry week which we are about to kick off, which we are kicking off this week, Ohio State, Michigan. Fode, what's happening?
1: Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's a big week. You know, rivalry week, as they say on College Game Day with Desmond uh, Howard. But, uh, yeah, I think we've known each other since, like, uh, 2006, 2007. Yeah, so yeah like 14, yeah. So, yeah, so, like, 14 years now. And uh, every year since then we've been in this uh, contentious battle where <laughs> – uh, You know, my Buckeyes are playing your Wolverines. And, uh, you know, we see what happens the the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Um, So, I don't know. I'm excited for Saturday. You know, we just had a big game against Michigan State. You guys played well against Maryland. That game sucked, by the way. uh, The Maryland game?
0: No, the the Michigan State, Ohio State game. Like, I had planned to make all this food. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a good game. And then it was over by the first quarter. So, I was kind of disappointed. Like, what am I supposed to do with the rest of my day?
1: Yeah, man, the kids—the kids showed up, man. So uh, you know, we're—it seems like we're hitting our stride at the right time of right. the year, but—but but who knows, man? Rivalry week, Michigan, Ohio State—it's like you guys always play your best against us. We have to go to your place this year. It's, it's going to be cold, so I don't know. We'll see what happens.
0: All right, so you—you you do a little bit of coaching. You have a history of coaching. You also played uh, football. And you're a sports fanatic. So. What do you think the keys to victories are? I'm going to ask you to put your, your bias side to the, you know, out of, out, of, out of the way for a second. What do you think the keys to victory would be for Michigan to walk away with the victory this Saturday? Besides a prayer. I know you're going to say that. Uh,
1: that is the first step prayer. Um, <laughs> don't matter what your religion is, the first step is prayer. Because uh, I do think we're really good uh, this time of year. Uh, but for Michigan I mean you can't you can't turn the ball over like we have the number one offense in the country so you don't want to give us more chances with the football on offense than we're already going to have
0: right
1: uh you know we have a young defense so you know our defense is not one of the top ranked defenses in the Big Ten so there's certainly some opportunity for you guys to have success against our defense but um you know Again, we'll we'll see. You guys, you guys have to have a balanced attack of running the ball and being able to throw the ball against our young secondary. Um, so that's what I would say the keys for victory for Michigan are. For Ohio State, we just we have a saying within our group chat. We just got to do what we do, which is run the ball and then get the ball to our playmakers and not turn the ball over. Right. You know, we have we have really good athletes, so if we just do what we need to do, uh, take care of the football um and just play with a lot of energy and, and poise which is going to be like a tough environment I think I think we'll be successful.
0: Mm. All right, final score, give me one.
1: Oh, final score. Uh, I think we're going to have success on offense. So I think we're, we'll put up 40 points. So 41. And now I think you guys will have some success too, so I'm going to say 41-29.
0: Mm. 41-29. All right. Well, let's see, man. I got I'm going to wait I'm going to let everyone wait to hear my score until I publish the who you got uh, post this week on a TG three website, but it, I will tell you, this is going to be the Ohio state, Michigan game. So keep an eye out for that <laughs> before, they, before they, said 41 29. So, all right, we'll see.
1: All right. I so, should, I should, I should play that number in Vegas, maybe and see what happens.
0: Go ahead, man. Yeah, I feel like if you do, let me get something though. 3% a cut. Cause I heard it first. I feel like I inspired that pick.
1: <laughs> all right. I got you.
0: All right, so Foday, I already let the people know you're one of my friends. You're a a, a Buckeye fanatic. Tell the people about yourself. You know, give them a little glimpse of who you are, what you like to do for fun, maybe a little taste of who you are professionally. Uh, I just want to give you a little bit of time to talk about yourself. So if you could bless us with that information.
1: So uh, obviously I've known you for a long time now. Um, A little bit about, about me. My IG bio says that, like, I'm a dad jokes enthusiast a graduate of the Ohio state university, uh, in Columbus, Ohio, and then also a golfer. Uh, I think those three things sum me up, you know, pretty well. Uh, but in addition to that, I'm also a member of Omega sci-fi fraternity, uh, which is how uh, you and I met March. So shout out to the bros. Um, what else? Uh, professionally, I run a tech. I run tech recruiting for one of the largest companies in the world, specifically within our media and entertainment division. Nice. Uh, hiring, yeah. So hiring technologists with experience within TV and film. Um, and then I have a few side hustles as well, um, which I think everyone should have a few. Um, so mine are within production and events, and being able to leverage your apartment or your home to generate passive uh, income. Nice. So yeah. So those are some of my side hustles. And then, I uh, in addition to that, you know, I'm a son of two immigrant parents from the country of Liberia in West Africa. So I'm thankful for that upbringing and makes me a lot of who I am today. Um, and uh, I'm based in Los Angeles. I've been in LA for almost seven years, having moved to LA from uh, from New York City. So um, I'm glad to be in the, in the. Uh, the place of palm trees and nice beaches and (laughs) playing and playing golf year round and not dealing with the snow anymore. So, uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me.
0: All right, cool, man. Uh, so the topic of this podcast was actually what we're talking about is that every man needs a hobby and your hobby just happens to be golf, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right, cool. So tell us a little bit about that. Like how did you get into the sport? What made, what attracted you to the sport and how long have you been doing it?
1: Yeah. Well, I certainly agree with the topic of every man should have a hobby. Every person, in my opinion, should have a hobby. You know, life, life is hard. So you, you need things, uh, to balance out the the toughness of, of what life is. Uh, and a hobby is usually that brings joy. So I certainly, I uh, think everyone should, should have a hobby, uh, golf. So how did I get into golf? Yeah. Um, well, I was working for a company and it was like a consulting company and, uh, managers would take clients out uh quite often oh. for like happy hour or drinks dinner or whatever the case may be but i was starting to notice like on fridays like a lot of these managers weren't in the office and i was like where is everybody and then i would learn they were out playing golf with clients on oh. like fridays so that kind of like sparked my interest i was like well i don't want to be in the office on fridays either so uh you know let me think about learning this game uh-huh. um so that was kind of like my first like thought about wanting to play golf. Um, and then how I got introduced to it was, I remember the exact date. Uh, it was June 7th, 2016. It was like a Tuesday or something. Um, and that's when I played my first round of, of golf uh, in LA uh, at this golf course called Angeles National Golf Club in Sunland, which is like 30 minutes outside of LA. But um, it was actually for like a work event. Oh, nice. I had. Yeah. I had, a uh, our national director at the time was in town for some client meetings mm-hmm. and they went, they went really well. He wanted to, uh, to celebrate. Um, so he asked us if we wanted to go play golf for the rest of the day. And of course I said, yes, cause this is something that I've been wanting to learn how to play. But, um, and then, and then we went out there, it was me, him and two other guys. Uh, and we went out to, as I mentioned, Angeles national to play uh, a few hours of golf. And I got to tell you, Mark, I was terrible. Uh, <laughs> that like,
0: was gonna be my next question. Is, Were <laughs> you good the first time? <laughs> no, I, I
1: I was I was awful, man. I right. couldn't hit the ball. I lost so many balls by hitting bad shots. My ball was going all over the place. Like I was hitting the ball into like the woods, the water, the sand, into people's backyards. Man. Like I even hit the <laughs> I even hit the ball into like a cacti field one time <laughs> uh, and like, I went to go get it and I got all of these like cacti things stuck in my pants. And it was just like, I was, I was not good, but like all in all, it was fun though. Yeah. Um, so I, I had a lot of fun. You know, we had music playing in our golf carts. We had food, snacks, you know, we had some, some beverages, cigars, and we were outside in beautiful Southern California. So like that experience kind of like hooked me immediately. And I was wondering like why, I didn't take up the sport sooner why no one introduced me to the to the great game of golf sooner. So that was my introduction.
0: That's dope. Um, And I noticed like at a lot of I mean, I've never I mean, I've been out to like I think it's called the driving range just to hit balls. And when I did go, I sucked, too. Like It was bad. But um, (laughs) I I do. I did notice like when I went out there, it's just kind of like a lot of people just have this peace and serenity about themselves. They kind of just seem like they're in the moment present away from whatever else it is in life that might be stressful. Um was your
1: experience like that? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of everything. And I, I think golf is a is a great game, but I also think it's a good hobby because it's something that you can do by yourself or you can do with others right in its enti- in its entirety. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like and I think a hobby should have that trait. It's something that you can do by yourself or with others and enjoy it uh just the same. So for for golf, it's certainly not a sport where it matters like how big you are or how fast you are. Um, It matters. Can you hit the ball where you want the ball to go each shot? So in order to do that consistently, you do have to clear your mind. You have to think about what am I trying to do here when this club hits the ball? Like what's my best setup? Like, where am I trying to put the ball on the golf course? So, you know, it helps you like silence your mind from all those other thoughts Mm. and then like, and then lock in for, a few seconds or two, you know, almost like being like a field goal kicker in football. Like right. you, you gotta be able to block out all the other noise and it's just you and like you're trying to hit the shot mm-hmm. that you want to hit. So that's something that I really love about it. Um, You know, the, the, the mentality and just being able to clear your mind for a little bit.
0: Nice, nice, and all right, so you said you started in uh, 2016, right?
1: Yeah, that was my first introduction, yeah.
0: Okay, and it's 2021 now. So what's your how's your uh your progress been like? You went from terrible. Where would you rank yourself now?
1: I went from terrible to not terrible. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know if I'm. <laughs> a, I'm at the point of saying I'm good yet, but I'm not terrible. Yeah, I
0: appreciate the honesty. Not terrible.
1: Yeah, man. You know, and that's why I think a lot of people love golf because once you start playing, you realize unless your name is Tiger Woods, everybody's terrible. Right. Like, especially, especially when they first start. You know, Ty, Tiger was like a golf prodigy and was really good since he was early. But most people are not good, and something that you have to commit to and and practice and Mm -hmm. receive coaching and all that stuff. So I I would definitely say I've improved over these last five years. And that's just by like practicing and playing consistently. Right.
0: And one of the things that I really appreciate uh, about you is you're, you're very um, vocal about, uh, you know, life, like your passions and you, you welcome people, um, you know, into your world uh, to the point where you actually started um, a, a club called the black golfers club, right?
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I started um, the Black Golfers Club, like, it was a couple of years ago now. Nice. Um, it's, ba- it's based in L.A., and the concept really it, its simple. It's about black people that love golf mm-hmm. and then growing the game of golf in underrepresented communities. So nice. we play golf each week. We host golf tournaments to raise money for nonprofit organizations that support our cause. But really, it's just, like, something that sparked in my mind because now that I, I'm, like, a, a golf addict, right. I feel like – feel like someone's been like keeping this game this like secret away from me Mm. for for like my entire life and now that i've discovered it i've seen how much it's it's helped my life not only uh you know personally but also professionally as well i just anybody that has an interest in the game i want to uh introduce them to that to the game of golf and and uh create environments where they can be their most authentic self while while playing this game that you know it wasn't uh wasn't always welcoming to people Mm. that look like me.
0: Right. You know, I, I, that's funny because, uh, so my hobby is, um, you know, wine making, um, Mm -hmm. do a little home brewing, but I feel exactly the way you feel as far as like, you know, you just kind of stepping into an industry that's kind of foreign to you. Not many people look like you when you go to these events. And it's kind of like something that I've been trying to do with starting like a little uh, IG brand called the Social Wines Club where, you know, I'm learning myself, but I'm inviting people that look like me, everyone really, but uh, especially, excuse me, those who look like me to try wine and embrace it and don't be afraid if you don't know all the, the snobby, pretentious language to just... Appreciate the product, appreciate the experience, appreciate the winemakers and wherever they come from and appreciate the history. Uh, So I definitely vibe with you as far as, you know, having a hobby um, and wanting to introduce it to people on a more broad scale who, you know, especially those communities that is underrepresented. So I appreciate you for that.
1: And even like what you're doing with, with your wine club, it's just like. You know there's some of these things can be intimidating when you've never you don't know someone in that space or you've only seen it from a distance so to have like someone that you're familiar with or right. someone that looks like you introduce you to this it just helps remove like some of those barriers right
0: do you uh do you guys like uh like drink alcohol at any of the the golf tournaments or is that allowed
1: <laughs> yeah man uh <laughs> we yeah we do uh and we have a big uh I would say beverage budget for, our, for our golf tournaments, you know, okay. again, this is what they don't tell you. Uh, part of playing golf is having a good time on the course. So mm-hmm. okay, usually, gotcha. want, usually when I'm on the course, I usually have a, a drink or two, like mm-hmm. nothing too crazy because I obviously want to play well, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I have a couple of beverages, cigars, and uh just enjoy being outside in good weather. So, you know, and we always have like, have like a nice playlist going within the golf court within our golf cart. So it's, uh, it's just a good time. And you're competing, man. That's what I love the most about golf. It's like, as a person that played sports in high school, you're always looking for like, how can I stay being competitive? And, and golf is a, certainly a great way to do so as you get older.
0: Right. All right. I'm gonna have to make sure that for the next tournament, I'll give y'all some bottles on top of which, I already have, but I'll shoot y'all some wine bottles just for the people that ain't really on the the, the super hard stuff
1: yeah man we definitely have wine on our list so next year for our, our tournament we definitely need to get some bottles from the wine club in here
0: just to keep things moving right along Foday um to anyone out there who's interested in you know picking up golf as a hobby or maybe someone's already out there and they're, they're they're they are a golfer but maybe they're not the best what are some tips that they can take away from you to uh you know just become better at the sport or even start it if they're looking to get involved
1: in it yeah that's a that's a good question um to get started in golfing like number one you're gonna need golf clubs so like uh it's like a it's part of the game you can't play golf without golf clubs so like new and name brand golf clubs are expensive you know they can be like seven to thirteen hundred dollars for clubs but um you don't need to spend that much so i would recommend like going to ebay or facebook or other secondary markets and and buying clubs off of there you can find clubs for like 25 or 50 bucks you can also go to dick's and get like a a starter set for around $250, mm-hmm. um, which will have all the clubs you need in there. Um, or you can also go to, like, your local Goodwill and go to the sports section. You can find golf clubs in there for $2 or $6. And you only really need three or four clubs to get started. You right. need a sand wedge, a pitching wedge, a seven iron, and then a putter, in my opinion. Okay. Those are the four clubs you need to get started. So part one is is definitely get some golf clubs. Got you. Um, next, I would say commit to practice. Like, you need to go to the driving range. Uh, and practice hitting balls. Like I would do that once a week. Nice. You can you can get like a bucket of balls at the driving range for less than a hundred bucks. You should mm. commit to going at least once a week. Take your headphones and have your and have your music playing and just go there, relax, clear your mind and just practice hitting balls mm. uh, when you first get started. If you're if you're really bad, there's usually always an old golfer there that will, will come up to you and give you some tips and tricks <laughs> like some tips and advice anyway if you're that bad. And then just, like, watch stuff on YouTube and then take the things that you learn off of YouTube and go practice that um, at the course. Uh, And then the final piece is you actually have to play golf. Like, going to to the driving range is one thing, but, like, actually being on the course, playing nine holes or 18 holes, you have to do that. So, after a month or two of practicing at the range, I would certainly recommend uh, going to play uh, a round of golf with some friends. Hmm. Okay. And what
0: what's just... Again, just for anybody who's not really familiar with golf, what 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 is a round of golf?
1: Yeah, a round of golf is you're playing nine holes. So you complete a a full nine holes Mm -hmm. or 18 holes. So a full round is is considered 18 holes, but you don't have to do that to start. Mm -hmm. Not nine nine holes would be would be a half a round. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nine holes usually takes about two hours to play um 18 holes usually takes around four hours depending on how much you're drinking and how many cigars you're going to (laughs) have um so it depends on that but yeah usually two to four hours depending on how many holes you're playing so certainly do it on a day where you can you don't have like other commitments where you actually have a chance to clear your mind try to play as well as you can and actually enjoy your time on the course so uh that's my recommendation
0: so earlier, photo you mentioned, you know, you, you we know you have uh, golf as one of your hobbies, but you mentioned that you work um, entertainment and you also have uh, some side endeavors, uh, side hustle, side endeavors that you're working on, too. How do you manage all that on top of having a social life with just friends and also like, I assume, a, a dating life?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I think the uh, the short answer is like just balance, you know, you, you try to balance all the things that you have going on in your life. Like first you, you try to handle your responsibilities of, of home life and work. And then how do you find time to do the things that, that you like as well? So, um, you know, golf, just ha- golf is a hobby for me. I have other things that I enjoy doing as well. And I just try to find time each week to, to spend time doing something that, that I enjoy, whether it's playing golf, whether it's watching sports, uh, going on a hike, you know, normally I, I reserve these things for the weekend or like even an evening during the week, if, if I have time, but nice. I just, I just think you, you make it intentional about uh, having balance in your life. You know, everything can't be like the hard part of life. Everything can't be like work and, and life and your family obligations. It's got to be you spend time, you, you find time and you make time, you know, doing things that you enjoy.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, I'm um, So one thing about Fode, um, Fode is also very adventurous, which is another thing that I really admire about Fode. He's the type of guy that will. He's always down to try something new. Um, Always kind of like a yes guy in the sense where he's down to try it. If you want to go, he'll go with you. Um, And I, I feel like it's important to have friends like that, especially when you're introvert, which I am. I could totally sit at home all weekend, it wouldn't bother me. Watch my football. But, you know, I'm young, so it's important to get out, and Foday helps me out out with that sometimes as far as getting out and knowing the the different places to go. Uh, And it's safe fun, too. It's not like when you go out with Foday, you can trust that you're going to, one, have a good time, and, two, that you're going to be in good hands. You don't have to really worry about being in environments, you know, that will be uh, dangerous, at least intentionally dangerous. You know, things happen.
1: (laughs) Yeah, nothing intentionally (laughs) dangerous. Things happen, but... Life, life happens. Yeah, man. Life happens. sometimes
0: you gotta run. <laughs> Yo, so you've lived on the West Coast, you've lived on the East Coast. Um, which coast is best?
1: Oh man,
0: which coast is best? Which coast is best? New York, LA, specifically.
1: See, that's that's a that's a that's a complex question. Like, if you say which coast is best, I enjoy the west coast uh more okay but now which city i mean i new york is always going to be like for me like my favorite city because uh i moved there when i i just graduated college i was in my early 20s it was like my first time being so far away from my family just like being on my own and i i just did a lot of growing up there and had a lot of Cool and unique experiences, right? Uh, so, just like you know, you'll never forget your time in New York, being in your 20s and running around and trying to figure out the world. So, mm-hmm. like, New York always has a special place in my heart, but LA certainly fits my lifestyle now that I'm that I'm older. Uh, right. I like, <laughs> I like good weather. I don't like having to rely on public transportation. Uh, you know, I, I like my space. So, uh, I don't know. I just, I just think, uh, but New York will always be special to me, right?
0: All right. Now, you know, I got to ask you this next question just because it's it's a debate that I always hear from people, men and women. Um, But, you know, I'll ask you specifically about women, which coast or city, L.A. or New York has the most beautiful women?
1: (laughs) Mm. (laughs) What do you think?
0: I mean, I I haven't lived in New York. From the time that I was there, the few days that I was there, when I do go, I was impressed. But I mean, I gotta go with I gotta go with L.A. I gotta go with L.A. I don't know, but that like mm-hmm. I said, I haven't lived in New York long enough to get that to make a you know a definitive answer. It's just kind of based on three days, which isn't I don't feel like it's long enough.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because I've lived in in both cities, so. Right. New York and L.A. So like when my L.A. friends go to New York, they always hit me up like, yo, there's so many women in New York. Mm-hmm. And then and then when my New York friends come to L.A., they always hit me up. Yo, there's so many women in L.A. Right. So like uh, I think like, you know, in both cities, there's like beautiful, smart, intelligent women. Right. Um, I, just, I think the difference on the East Coast, New York specifically, is what I talked about earlier. Like pub, it's a commuter city. So mm. you're you're on the train, you're on the bus, you're walking outside. And you come across
0: beautiful women more right. frequently.
1: Got you. Um, so, just you know, from, I think just that... Just
0: from, like, means of being out and about more. Yeah, just from, you. like, the
1: makeup of the city, you may okay. see more beautiful women. You know, L.A. LA's a, is a car city, so it you're is. driving all the time. So you, you might see a beautiful girl, but you're on the 405 in rush hour traffic and you you can't really talk to her like yeah. she's you know she's six cars away from you so yeah. that's why I think it feels like uh New York has more beautiful women but it's probably a tie if you really did it if you really focused that. on it
0: I can see that that's a good answer I can see that like I said I was impressed when I went uh what about like the dating aspect of it I mean you're a successful ambitious guy uh do you find any either city more challenging than the other when it comes to like you know dating and finding um you know women that you're compatible with
1: yeah i, I mean i think it's similar you know the, the the thing the thing is mark everybody's afraid of getting hurt so it's right. like that that exists in, in new york or la so if uh, that's the case
0: wouldn't it be uh wouldn't it be new york's a little more difficult because aren't like people in new york more straightforward and kind of more cutthroat
1: I don't know about cutthroat, but certainly it's more straightforward and direct, gotcha. um, you know, but uh, but again, you know, within New York, you, you have more opportunities to meet uh, people that you'd be interested in dating where in L.A. It would be more intentional. You know, you have to. Am I really going to drive from Venice to Hollywood like, to go out <laughs> like that's that, that's a huge commitment or am I just going to stay at home? So right. like in new york you may just always be around people and have an opportunity to meet more people to like go out and date right. um, in la i think you just have to be a little bit more intentional um you know but in either city you still have to like you know you gotta take some leaps of faith here you know you gotta talk to people you gotta let your friends know that you're interested in, in dating and stuff like that and right. then uh like take a leap of faith and actually go out and talk to people or go places where you, you'll find like-minded individuals that you'd be interested in dating
0: how has your like, uh, like your perspective on dating changed from you know, like when you were younger? I guess like running around New York up until the point now when you're in LA, a little more settled, or have a uh, more of a understanding of how the world works.
1: Yeah, I think when you're younger, this goes back to the topic of which coast has more beautiful women. Like, <laughs> it's like when you're younger, beauty is like exactly that. Beauty is like what you see. Right. Like, I think as as you get older, like. I think beauty is like more all encompassing. It's like, am I attracted to this person? But like also like are we compatible? Are we good friends? Like could this person be a mother to mm. our children? Right. You know, would they would they be a good wife? Like all these things you think about more as you uh get older and mature. Like and then in LA, I will say this about LA, like you are always around beautiful women in my opinion. So right. it's like you get to the point where you're like, okay, that's another pretty face, but then like What else, you know, does she have that I would be attracted to? Mm -hmm. You know, like, do we have good conversations? Do we have the same interests? So, you know, you start to think about those things when you're around beautiful people all the time.
0: Right. Facts. So I know you always, your photo is also uh, very big with these analogies. (laughs) Yeah. We call them life is moments. Um, I'm I'm the type of person I like to, I think sports and dating have a real... They really mesh as far as you know, um, attempt completions versus attempts. You know, swinging the bat versus hitting the ball. Uh, you're a golfer. What's what's your analogy for golf and dating? If you could bridge the two together, what's what's the what's the thing there?
1: Mm, dang, putting me on the spot.
0: Putting you on the spot, man.
1: Uh, I think. The analogy or similarities for dating and golf would probably be like staying in the moment. You know, like in in golf, you you have to be able to like uh, you know block out things that have happened in the past, things that may happen in the future, and just have to be in the in the moment for that period of time. Right. Uh, and I th- I think the same thing is with like dating. Like you can't always think about or worry about you know the things that have have happened in your past, past relationships, or where future relationships could be. You have to just like Embrace the current moment that you're in. Enjoy that moment. Try to be the best you can in that moment. And then as time progresses, you know, things will happen.
0: Got it. Stay in the moment and at least just trust the process, sounds like, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, trust the process, certainly. Uh, but just, uh, you know, I think being in the moment, you know, whatever the moment is, whatever the interaction is, it's like I would say the, the, the closest similarity.
0: Got you. Got you. All right. And so another thing that I like to do with each one of my guests is talk about confidence. I feel like confidence is something that escapes a lot of people. It's not something that we really talk about. Um, Everybody just kind of like, oh, be confident, be confident. But it's like to a person listening who might not have it, it's like, well, I can't just turn it on like a light switch. So based on your personal perspective and your opinion on confidence, how do you get it if you don't have it? And what's a life like when you do have it?
1: yeah like I, I remember i had like a football coach this is probably like in high school and he was like confidence is when you remove all doubt mm-hmm. so like I, I think about that a lot because things that you think things that you could um that you that you know how to do right that you've done before interactions that you've had experiences that you've had that all helps build confidence like if you know the outcome of something that's about to happen like it, you're going to approach it in a different way with a different type of energy. Right. Cause like you, you're, you're confident in that. So, but the only way to, to build confidence is through experiences. Mm. So, um, you know, I think that's big for me where it's like uh, I try not to be afraid to try something new or fail because mm. I know, you know, the worst outcome is that I have now experienced something. So the next time it happens um, or the next interaction of it or, Uh, you know, experience from it that I'm more confident going into it because I I can anticipate the the outcome.
0: Got it. All right, so last question. Um, What's some things that a person can do who might lack confidence? Like, how do they get on the track um, to, you know, become a more confident man or a more confident woman?
1: Uh, I would say try something new. (laughs) Often. Uh, I think more than we realize we are approached or offered with opportunities to try something new Um, daily or weekly. You know, it may be a new food. It may be a new restaurant. It may be going to a new place. Like there's opportunities daily and weekly to try something new. So I think part of that's part of it is leaning into new things and having those experiences. Uh, The second part is like, there's things that, you know, you're good at Hmm. like, Everybody. And if you don't know, you should like do some self-reflection and think about things that you're good at. If you don't know what you're good at, ask your friends, like ask Mm -hmm. your close friends, like, yo, what what am I good at? And then you should like also spend time leaning into those things that you're good at, Mm -hmm. you know, because that helps build confidence. If you know you're good at something, then you should be doing that thing because that doing that thing often makes you like an expert in that space and helps you build confidence when you have to try new things that you're not going to be good at.
0: Right. Man, that's great. I I agree 100%, man. Well, yo, Fode, I really appreciate you taking the time to to be a guest on my podcast. I know we have these conversations all the time, but it's nice to be able to actually record one and get it out to the masses so they can consume some of, uh, you know, just your daily thoughts, man. Like I said, uh, you're one of my best friends. I think you're a smart guy, very successful man, and it's good to see you succeed. Um. Also, I want to give you an opportunity just to uh, do a little self-promotion, let the people know where they can find you or any of the uh, businesses that you're running. Where can they find those at as well?
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, having me on. It's been fun. I'm glad I passed the test um, <laughs> to finally get on the podcast, get all these other Ohio people on here before <laughs> me, and i finally make it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, just my social medias are around like golf, so Black Golfers Club on IG and Twitter. Uh, we have uh pages on both those platforms and then the website blackoffersclub.com uh, you can log on to the website join our mailing list and also find out about upcoming events and tournaments um so that's you know those are the biggest things that i have going on within the golf world so again you know my my thing is i want to grow the game introduce more people that look like me to the game of golf and uh you know hit us up come come out and play um we play weekly in LA
0: definitely be out there if y'all ever in the la anybody listening make sure y'all hit that link up um follow subscribe um you know just get out there try something new uh, i know i'm gonna be out there eventually sipping and trying to hit the ball i can't guarantee i want anything. you to i
1: want you to stop saying eventually man we're gonna have to put some dates together for like when you can commit to this and. In 2022. Like, hey, let me uh, know. I'm, I'm down. You know, I, I was I told up. you to get some golf clubs already. Did you, you did. do that? I, I
0: did not get the golf clubs, but I am See? going to do it. I am going to do it. That's a promise. Yeah,
1: you got to commit to it, man.
0: That's a promise. Well, yo, thanks again for that y'all listening. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Make sure you check out the website www.thegoodguysguide.com. There you'll find tons of great content. Sports, dating, and lifestyle. You know how we do. Also, make sure you follow us on Facebook and IG at TG3 Lifestyle on both. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you next week. We out. Peace go Bucks. Go Blue. Can I get a little theme cue right here? A little Michigan music. Go Blue. All right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in. We out.